Welcome to the Sports by Fry podcast. My name is Fry, and today I am covering everything to do with the 2018 FIFA World Cup. Just over 12 hours until another exciting World Cup kicks off with some of soccer's finest. I refuse to call it football, so sorry in advance. You will not be hearing football a lot in this podcast, but you will be hearing the word soccer quite a bit. Uh, Yep, just over 12 hours until another World Cup kicks off. This one is in Russia. Should be a pretty interesting tournament. Uh, A lot of the popular teams and a lot of the mainstream teams are expected to do really well. But of course, as is always the way in any major sporting tournament, there's always upsets and a couple of spanners thrown in the works. So I just uh, literally hit publish on my Sports by Fry um, FIFA World Cup preview article. So you can check that out at sportsbyfry.com. But I thought I'd just record a podcast to just break down in a little bit of different detail what I think will happen over the next month. Um, I love the World Cup. World Cup's always an exciting time of year. Hopefully the Aussies can uh, make it out of the group stage. I don't have a lot of confidence, but I'll break uh, their chances down, um, do a little bit of the analysis through the groups, pick some winners, and then eventually um, pick my champion for the 2018 World Cup. So I'll be I'll be honest, I'm not a massive soccer fan. I do follow it um, fleetingly, I guess. I do know, obviously, the uh, mainstream teams, players, etc. Um, so when I did my article, I was going to go into a huge deep dive of each team's chances of claiming the trophy in Russia, but instead I basically just picked the winners and runner-up um, from each group, so the two teams that I think will advance, and then... Um, from there, I talked about a few of the games you can't miss and etc. So let me dive straight in. Uh, group A has Russia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt and Uruguay in it. Um, I like the chances of Uruguay and they're a bit of a dark horse to potentially um, win the entire tournament. So I said that they would win Group A. And I think Egypt will just pip Russia as the uh, second team to advance. Um, Egypt's got Mo Salah, Salah, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, I'm probably saying it wrong, but... He's a, uh, a Jet who starred for Liverpool this year in front of goal and should do so for Egypt in the tournament. So I think that will get them over the line. Looking into Group B, um, Spain, Portugal, Morocco and Iran. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out who will probably advance from this one. I've got Spain winning and Portugal um, finishing runner-up but advancing to the knockout stages. Group C, France, our boys Australia, Peru and Denmark. Um, A very interesting group, pretty even. I think um, it's no surprise to learn that France is the favourite in this one. But, yeah, Aussies uh, could could cause some uh, havoc and pit Peru and Denmark for a spot um, in the next round. But I think Denmark will uh, be the second team to emerge from Group C. But, yeah, it's very even. Um, It wouldn't surprise me if Peru or Australia maybe made it uh, out of Group C. In Group D... Argentina, Iceland, Croatia and Nigeria. Argentina are the favourites. Any team with uh, Leo Messi is probably expected to do pretty good. Um, They're not going to be one of the heavy hitters throughout the tournament, I don't think, but they should breeze through their group. Croatia's who I had tabbed as the second best team and quite frankly, Croatia could win this group. Uh, Iceland and Nigeria don't think they'll put up too much of a fight. So, yep, Argentina and Croatia advance. The next one, Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica and Serbia make up Group E. 
Um, I'm a big fan of Brazil, so I have them easily winning this group. And I've picked the Swiss as the uh, the team to uh, finish runner-up in Group E and advance to the next round. Group F sees Germany, Mexico, Sweden and South Korea go head-to-head, to head-to-head. So Brazil, uh, sorry, Germany are the winners from last year. And I think that they will uh, win their group and should go on another deep run. Mexico will be the runners-up in this group, if my predictions are correct, which means Sweden and South Korea miss out. Group G is home to Belgium, Panama, Tunisia. Tunisia? I I swear it's Tunisia, but that doesn't sound right. Anyway, whatever it is, uh, I don't think they'll be advancing because the fourth team is England which means um, my picks are Belgium and England. I think Belgium will win their group. England never seem to do well in international competition, poor buggers, but I think uh, they'll at least make it out of their group to the knockout rounds. And finally, in Group H, we have Poland, Senegal, Colombia and Japan. Another very even group. Um, Colombia is one of my favourite teams to watch in any international tournament, so I've picked them to uh, take top honours in Group H. And it's almost a flip of the coin out of the last three. Um, But I've sided with Japan for no real reason, just a bit of a gut instinct. I think that they will be the team that advances out of Group H. Before I dig into uh, who I think will advance further from that stage, I just want to dive into the Aussies' chances a little bit. Um, As I've said, they do face a bit of an uphill battle to uh, advance. The French are probably the favourites and the ones to beat in Group C, but... Denmark and Peru could uh, fall by the wayside and the Aussies could advance. Um, It's unexpected that Australia will be playing in the next round, but it's not impossible. Um, Peru is a very good defensive team, so they'll have to find a way to uh, penetrate their defence and get on the score sheet. And Denmark has a uh, superstar in Christian Eriksen who they'll have to slow down. So again, it's unexpected that the Aussies will advance, but... Not impossible. They're going through some weird coaching changes at the moment. Um, Postacoglu said that, I think it was about a month before the... Oh, it was a couple of months ago now, I think. said that uh, he'd be stepping down. So the guy... I can't even remember his name, to be honest. It's terrible of me to be saying on the podcast. But whoever's coaching the Aussies uh, in the tournament isn't actually the long-term coach. He'll be overtaken by someone else once... <laughs> Once the World Cup wraps up, so weird uh, management and head coaching scenario for Australia, but they always seem to play with a bit of a attacking style, so I've got no real stars. I mean, Timmy Cahill is uh, getting older and older um, and probably isn't able to reciprocate the uh, heroics that we saw him do in... Uh, where was the last World Cup? 2010 was... South Africa, I think. So I don't think he'll be recreating some of the heroics that he um, put on display there, but there's some pretty solid players. Aaron Moy, or Moy, or whatever his name is, is a pretty popular pick. Um, the captain, Miles Jelinek, Jelinek. Why are there no Aussie names? Where's Brian Smith and Timmy Strong? Where are these blokes playing for the Aussies? At the moment, it sounds like there's, we've uh, fished out a couple of Europeans and put a yellow kit on them, but... Yeah, it's a big if um, for Australia surrounding their chances for the next round. Um, They could be the second best team, but that if needs uh, everything to fall their way. So once again, unexpected, but not impossible. 
All right, group stage matches that you cannot miss. The first one is Spain versus Portugal. Um, the two nations kind of speak for themselves. Who wouldn't want to watch arguably the best team in the world, Spain, go up against arguably the best player in the world in Cristiano Ronaldo? Um, there's a lot to a lot at stake in this match as well. So the winner of Group B, which is Spain and Portugal, will play the runner-up in Group A. So that'll be potentially Russia or Egypt. Um, if you finish second in this group, then you have a date with probably Uruguay. Um, and I can almost guarantee that Spain and Portugal won't want to play Uruguay and would rather play Russia or Egypt. So not only is this matchup exciting for the uh, team and player perspective, but there's a lot at stake as well. Speaking of those teams, Egypt versus Russia once again will be very interesting um, to watch and is the second group stage match that you need to stay tuned into. As I've spoken before, Mohamed Salah, Salah um, is pretty awesome in front of in front of the goals, he's found the back of the net quite a bit this year um, and he's quickly becoming a household name in the soccer community. So, yeah, this the winner of the Egypt-Russia match could really determine who um, is the second team that comes out of Group A. So watch that one intently. Third and final is Argentina versus Croatia. Again, the Croats... Um, are expected to probably emerge from their group along with the Argentines. Um, and Leo Messi hasn't had the greatest international career. He's had some pretty good moments, but he and Ronaldo are starting to uh, run out of time um, to claim a World Cup. So if Messi's on song, then he could be uh, in fine form in the group stages. And Croatia could upset Argentina in this game and even win their group. So... That's the third match that I said you need to make sure you don't miss out of the group stages. Four big questions surrounding the World Cup. Uh, literally, as I was sitting down to write my preview, I started working on it yesterday. Um, this morning, news broke that Spain fired their former head coach and announced, uh, after he announced he's going to take the Real Madrid coaching job. I'm going to butcher his name, but I'm pretty sure it's Julen... Uh, I'm not even going to try it. Spain's coach, who is now the new Real Madrid coach, um, was not not a popular figure under the uh, Spanish footballing fraternity, and the president um, decided to quickly dismiss him of his duties a day before the World Cup starts, which is hilarious and shocking um, for plenty of reasons. Um, so, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see if this immediate coaching change on the eve of the World Cup uh, galvanises the group and they can go on to make a deep run and even win the cup or if it ruins them and they just uh, turn to tatters and their World Cup dreams go down the tube. So that'll be very interesting to watch. The next big question, I already touched on it, is are Messi and Ronaldo running out of time? Ronaldo is 33 and Leo Messi's 30. So by the time 2022 rolls around, the two of them will be uh, in their mid to late 30s. So I don't think they'll be having a dramatic impact in the next tournament. So if they want to go on a serious individual individual run and claim uh, the trophy, now is the time. Next up, uh, just how big an impact will the VAR, the Video Assistant Ref system, have? Now, this uh, system is very, very raw, very new. It's still a work in progress. Um, and there's still a lot of kinks that need to be ironed out for it to be really, really successful. So it doesn't seem like the smartest move to implement it into the biggest international soccer tournament uh, played, really, let's be honest. So fingers crossed, A, it doesn't slow down and halt the momentum of games and 
become as boring as the AFL goal review system, and B, fingers crossed, it doesn't uh, isn't forced to make a controversial call uh, with a game in the balance. So yeah, the VAR system will be heavily scrutinised over the next month. Lastly, you've got to wonder if the host nation's fans are going to be a problem. Every World Cup or every big tournament, Olympics, etc., we seem to talk about the fans of the host nation and if they're going to be friendly or if there's going to be violence. But Russia's a, Russians are a whole other kettle of fish. There have been plenty of controversies and concerns swirling around ever since that uh, Russia was named the host nation. Um, and considering their squad is ranked 65th overall in the world, um, if their team doesn't go on a good run, then you could see an angry bunch of fans with not a lot to cheer for. So that'll definitely be something that people will be watching to see how that unfolds over the next uh, four weeks. All right, finally, I'm just going to make a few quick picks. I think that uh, Brazil will be the team to beat. I've got them uh, winning it all. Couldn't surprise me if uh, one of the other big dogs uh, goes on a big run, but at the moment I said Brazil beats Spain in the finale. And in the semi-finals, uh, France and Germany will be the two teams. So that would see, at this stage, Spain versus Germany and Brazil versus France. Two pretty interesting uh, matches. I have uh, Neymar as the top goal scorer for the tournament. Very boring picks. Yes, I know, very vanilla. But I think the Brazilians are the best team. So screw it. I'm sticking with them to win it all. Um, I said the same thing last year. Uh, sorry, last World Cup in 2010, uh, 2014. And that didn't come to fruition, so you never know. Anything could happen. That's what makes sport such an interesting topic. Um, like I've touched on a little bit before, I think that Uruguay and Belgium are two dark horses that could make a deep run. But, yeah, I think the Brazilians will be too good and are the team to stop this year. That wraps up my 2018 FIFA World Cup preview. Uh, not a lot of groundbreaking stuff there, but yeah, basically how I think the next uh, four weeks of soccer will unfold. Make sure you tune in to some of the World Cup. It is honestly some of the uh, best sport that the uh, globe has to offer. It's always interesting to see the best of the best play each other and represent their home country. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you want to read the article, like I said, you can check out sportsbyfry.com. Um, yesterday I released my latest NBA mock draft. We're only eight days away from the NBA um, draft kicking off, so make sure you tune into that. Check that out. A um, few other pieces planned for this weekend. I'll probably be doing a uh, piece touching a little bit on LeBron's off-season and also be doing, of course, my AFL fantasy wrap-up after the games are done and a little bit of a NBA team's off-season wish list. So make sure you check those pieces out. Once again, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, peace. Peace.